Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. We're talking about marriage wisdom. Remember, as married people, married Christians, um, we cannot become what God wants um, by wanting or by remaining as we are. Um, Yes, God loves us unconditionally, but uh, he loves us too much to keep us the way we are. The normal Christian life, it just might surprise you. Um, God's goal in the marriage, in the Christian marriage, is to form us into the people he wants us to be in. And problems, as we see them, are going to happen. Um, God's goal for his children is maturity, not comfort in this progress, in this process. Now remember, Christian marriage is not comfort, left turn. Um, It's right turn to maturity. And remember what Christian maturity is, folks. It's dependence on Christ. And so that's why uh, we have to remember these verses that help us out to understand um, God's truth about uh, what's going to happen. Remember, you know, um, there's going to be troubles in the the marriage, as we're going to see here in just a little bit. But I'm going to read Romans 8, 28, 29, a very familiar passage. Sometimes we just need to be reminded of this truth, that no matter what we're going through, we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. Who have, who he appointed um, them to be saved in keeping with his purpose. God planned that those he had chosen would become like his son. In that way, Christ will be the first and most honored among many brothers and sisters. Like we said, you know, many troubles in the Christian marriage and in marriage period. Um, because when you take two and you make them one, remember in the marriage, she's going to have problems at times, and uh, her problems become your problems. Um, and same goes with the husband. Husbands, when you have problems, um, guess who gets to share in those problems? It's kind of like when you take um, flour and sugar and you turn on a mixer and you mix that, those two ingredients together in a bowl. Um, the flour and the sugar become one now. Um, you cannot separate the two. And that's the way it is with marriage. It's uh, like when we say, I do, God turns on his divine, divine mixer and he makes the two one. Scripture tells us a man will leave his mother and father and will be joined to his wife and the two shall become one. So when she has problems, guess what, husbands? We have problems too. Husbands, when we have problems, she has problems. So we both experience that. And so that's why Paul says in 1 Corinthians seven twenty-eight, but those who get married will have many troubles in this life. So the troubles, of course, um, is where God has to move us to dependency on his son, Jesus. And a lot of times that's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be comfort. And so remember, whatever takes us to Jesus is a good thing. And it's from God in the marriage. Um, now, remember, uh, one of the other reasons why there's many troubles in this, uh, in the Christian marriage, um, when you get married, um, is in 1 Corinthians seven twenty nine. The Apostle Paul says in context, he says, what I mean is time is short. And so from now on, those who have a husband or wife should live as if they do not. In other words, he's saying we don't want to depend on each other in the marriage. We want to be dependent on Christ, you see. So as you go through the day, your wife is not on your mind. He is. Christ is. And as we trust Christ, he looks for ways to please our spouses through us. Um, Remember, marriage is dependency. Um, Dependency is maturity. And uh, 
And so wives, Colossians 3.18, follow the lead of your husbands. That's what the Lord wants you to do. I know there's a lot of wives out there that have a problem with this because some wives want to be in charge or wants to lead the husband. Well, Paul's saying there that wives, you should follow the lead of your husbands, not the control of him. We are not to control our wives, but follow the lead. That means if we're trusting the Lord husbands and to, to direct us and guide us in, the, in an area, then our wives are just to uh, um, follow our lead as we follow the Lord's lead. Um, remember the, the triangle of marriage. Um, if you get a, a triangle, and some of you probably have seen this, but the triangle of marriage is uh, where you have a triangle and you have on the bottom of the triangle husband and wife and on the top of the triangle you have God. Well, what happens when the husband and the wife um, move closer to God on the triangle? Well, they become closer together. Unfortunately, though, in a lot of Christian marriages, they tend to look at each other, what the other person is doing or not doing. And that's a problem. Both need to look to Jesus, and then they will get closer. Husbands, love your wives. Don't be mean to them. And so that means be kind, patient. Um, don't get easily angered with the wives. Don't keep records of her wrongs. Um, remember the Holy Spirit is in her to teach her everything she needs to know. So she already knows a lot of times about our, her weaknesses. We don't need to show them to her or reveal those to her. Um, so submit to one another. This is a, another deal that a lot of people have problems with this. Um, Ephesians 5.21, this is Christian marriage. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And so what we want to do is get in the habit of not always wanting our way. Um, husbands, we want to yield over to our wife's lead once in a while. And then, of course, she will do the same towards us. She will follow our lead much better if we submit to her first, oftentimes. Um, Ephesians 5.25, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Remember, we don't live for Jesus, guys. We live from the life-giving Spirit of Christ to bear his character of love towards our wives. Um, this is the commandment Jesus gave us, this commandment in John 13.34 and 35. You must love one another as I've loved you. By loving one another, all people will know that you are my disciples. So remember, you know, obedience, it benefits us, not the other person. Respect from the wife towards the husband is, the wife's, is for the wife's benefit. And husbands, when we love our wives, it's for our benefit. Do you, do you get that? So practice each other's presence in the midst of others. You know, when you're not in the same room together, practice your spouse's um, presence there with you. Get in the habit of bringing her into the conversations. Wives, do the same things with your husbands. Just, you know, so I've, I've seen some um, married couples and a wife is sitting there talking to a man and it's like she doesn't even see her husband there next to her. Um, and so keep that in mind, ladies. Respect your husbands. Re remember that uh, they're watching and they, they're always with you. You're always one with them. So get in the habit of practicing their presence, your spouse's presence, even when you're not in the same room together. Um, <clears throat> just as we do spiritually with our union in Christ. So living the Christ life, remember each other's love language. It's really important to build each other up, not tear each other down. 
Okay, so as we build each other up, we're going to trust Christ, of course, as our life and uh, to bear his character of love, which is kind and patient and not easily angered and keeping no records of wrongs. Love endures through every circumstance of life. And remember, folks, love never fails. So as we depend on Christ, that's the way the Christian marriage is going to go. Thank you for joining us. This has been Marriage Wisdom Part 2.